Welcome all you sinners and sodomites. That was a good one. To episode 59 of Bible Stories for Atheists. I'm Josh. I'm Lance. And we are your guides to the wholesome horror stories, literally, literarily littering the Bible. And also culture in general. Yeah. We're not really doing the Bible this week. Nope. No, we just said, fuck it. You'll you'll learn why. Yeah. I, we won't tell you now. No. Josh is foreboding from speaking any more of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. That's what you're... I yeah. see. Now I know. You'll soon learn <laughs> what we're referencing. <laughs> but I was not understanding. I see. Okay. All right. You All guys right. We're on the same saw, page. You heard Josh's brain at work just yeah. now. It was that weird... Cr- Franking sound you heard the metal clanking. It sounded and, like yeah. a helicopter going by, but that was just Josh's brain working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of just doing a bullshit episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for no disrespect to the people who believe in what we're talking about we, or anything. But, but when like we say bullshit unstructured. Episode, there you go. An unstructured yes. episode. Not not an episode Similar, about bullshit, yeah. although also not. If you heard our episode on Yazidism, you kind of have an idea of what we're what we're going with because we didn't even bring that up really like that the last time we did this was Yazidism with the uh, magic peacock. Oh yeah. And the yeah, world yeah. egg. Yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Strap in and strap on for episode 59, Eye Cups. How's my testes? It's like waves. Yeah, that's what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like waves to me. How often are you by waves? A lot, Josh. (laughs) Okay. Part of your life I don't know about. We live in the Great Lakes state. Yeah. There's waves all around us. question the greatness of the lakes, but what do you mean? Don't be shitty to our lakes. They're okay lakes. What? <laughs> you get out of here. You don't deserve to live in our state. <laughs> oh no. You don't drink ferners. You don't think the lakes are great. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay. You don't know how to say pasty. <laughs> yeah, pasty. <laughs> Yeah, I know how to see pasty. It's 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 chicken pot pie. And, That's how. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even remotely close to the same thing. Oh, were you talking about the nipple covering? Those are your pasties. <laughs> yeah. Not pasties. Ugh. Pasties. So how are you? Um, you know, my life's been better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a tough week. It has been, been a, a tough year. It's been a tough year. This year, 2023, 
Listen, I know a lot of people had a hard time in like 2020, 2021, but like Josh and I are introverts. So we kind of just have lived our best lives <laughs> during that time. <laughs> 2023 yeah, is perfectly good sh- alibis for January 6th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2023 has been a real shit show of a year for me. Even if I was, I'm oh, sorry, I was going to make this about me. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say? Now I, I need to know. I was just going to say, even if I was conservative, I just wouldn't have gone to January 6th. Oh, no. Like, I would have just why. been too lazy to go. I don't I don't go to liberal January 6th. You know, I don't go when you know, the liberals try and overthrow democracy oh, they're all too the busy. times no, that listen, happens. The Democrats are too busy infighting to get any fucking thing like that achieved. Yeah, I don't even know if we're... The, the party of infighting anymore, <laughs> though, right now. <laughs> Just anyway, like, yeah. moving on. Well, we don't really have a topic for this week. No? I mean, we do. We kind of do. I have a thing okay. to talk about. We're not starting the books yet. But we're not, no. Okay. We're not, yeah. This is like a loosey-goosey oh. episode. Oh. I li- I kept thinking over the last couple of days, like, I should really, like, just get some stuff together, like, ready for it. And then I was like... No. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> I was like, no, I I, I don't want I to. wanna do other things. Yeah. So what other things did you do? Little I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Smoked weed and jerked off, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> so I, I I could you know read the Bible or I could do more fun things. Whack off. <laughs> whack off. <laughs> I don't even say that anymore. I don't think I've heard that since My middle school friends say that. (laughs) Like your friends from when you were in middle school or your friends who are currently middle schoolers? My friends who are currently middle schoolers. Yeah, okay. Who I talk to online. Oh, this is getting... (laughs) It's it's really weird. Weird. Yeah. Um, I took it too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd edit it out, but... You're going to be too... You're listening to it, so... (laughs) I didn't... (laughs) Probably whacked off instead. (laughs) I feel like I have a lot of comments to make about that, but I just don't even want to get into it. (laughs) Do you really want to keep going down this road? No, I don't. I want you to say the phrase whacked off ever again, (laughs) let alone in the next five minutes. (laughs) Winked off? No, just jerked off is fine. Oh, okay. Masturbated? I masturbated off. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you have for us to talk about then if we're not into the book? I got a couple things we can talk about. First of all, we had a brand new listener who joined the podcast recently. Yeah. Uh, Come right out the gate with some awesome content for us to check out. So based on, they were listening to The Gayest Story Ever Told, an episode from a few episodes ago where David and Jonathan have their love affair. Yes. That can only be interpreted as, yeah, if an intensely if, gay relationship. If, if 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 you're if you're willing to like keep your eyes open while you read the Bible, which let's be honest, <laughs> yeah. is not a common practice. Um, not among Christians. No, they 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 read the Bible with one eye closed, <laughs> both eye closed, and yeah. their mind. Right. Um, <laughs> but but if you really if you go into it, as a lay person, I mean. When it comes to the Bible, yeah, like there's no way I couldn't hear that story and not think like this is an adorable love story between two men. 
Right. So it's the content that has hath been delivered to us. See now, like if I had planned ahead, planned ahead, I would have had the link ready to go. <laughs> Past Josh did not help future Josh out at no, all. No, I mean unless unless Jack in it. <laughs> Helped me out. Oh my so. god, you gotta stop talking about that. <laughs> you make you they you're making it sound like you spend a lot of your time masturbating. And listen, it's not a lot. It's like twenty percent. He doesn't. <laughs> That's not even remotely close to the. I actually maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you do when I'm sleeping. Done it twice while we've been sitting here. <laughs> oh my god, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Curious green idea on our our Reddit uh, posted. Beloved King musical. It's described as there are stories in the Bible you've never heard. I think actually the music is musical is called Adonai and it's from Beloved King, a queer Bible musical. Okay. And so this is the official music video. I've never seen anyone take up and wield a stone that then took down a giant. It was adorable. Yeah. As stated above, the meaning of the word Adini, as they pronounced it, or Adonai, yeah. as you pronounced it, mm-hmm. is my Lord. Yeah. It's a word for God. That, it that says it does not mean it. God. It doesn't mean God. It's a word that's used for God. Nor like, does it mean man. It's literally like saying my Lord. My yeah. Lord. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's a term that is used for God, but sure. not like only God. Right. So he was calling... In this song, David, his David, Lord, his, his Lord. Yeah, his Lord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The the image for it is quite intense. It's uh, David <laughs> and and Jonathan, Jonathan clear, embracing, embracing. Yeah, with, with while scantily clad. Yes, and yeah. listen. Let's be honest. Well endowed. <laughs> Are they? Did you not? What is it with you and not looking at dudes' dicks? <laughs> Second time in 24 hours, I have to point out somebody's dick. God, why does my husband never check out dudes' dicks? I look at tits, right? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> like gay, gay guys look well, at they tits. Love they love yeah. Um. Yeah. No. David was definitely rocking a was he? king size package. <laughs> <laughs> that was his slingshot. <laughs> but yeah, this is a. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe he just poked Goliath's eye out with his dick. <laughs> and everyone saw a rock, but really it was yeah. like that was not the case. Well, we can't put this in the Bible. <laughs> Let's just say he got five smooth rocks, but killed him with the first one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's super cool. Yeah, I would really be interested in seeing this. I don't know what the deal is with like, is this like going or there's a donation link? So I wonder if it's like off Broadway. Yeah. Do you know probably. where it's being performed? Does it say? Oh, I bet that one song is called Adony. Adony. Yeah. But then the overall production Beloved is King. called yeah. Beloved King. Okay. So the story is Beloved King follows the young shepherd David as he is thrust from rural fields into the royal court. After his sudden rise to prominence, David finds himself the object of affection of both the heir to the throne, 
idealistic Prince Jonathan, and his father, the domineering King Saul, forcing David to re-navigate his relationship to love and power as he tries to follow the path laid out for him by a, a mysterious entity called God. Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Good on them. Yeah. A mysterious entity called God. I mean, it's God. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially by the time David shows up, like we, I think we mentioned it, he suddenly became very hands off. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was he was super handsy with Saul. Yeah, and that didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't. So he was probably like, I got too touchy feely with that one. Maybe I need to back <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Now he's having sex with this other guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're twelve year olds. I know. I mean, why not? <laughs> Uh, the first ever staged readings of Beloved King, complete with all songs and live accompan- accompaniment, were scheduled for March 12th and March 13th, 2020. Oh, yeah. That was literally when the world right, shut down. Right at the beginning, yeah. Yep. At Oberon, the second stage of the American uh, Repertory Theater in Harvard Square. So this must be Boston. Okay. Uh, both events sold out well in advance, I bet. But they wound up being canceled the the day before opening due to COVID-19. Yep. However, the team rallied and quickly pivoted to film a dress rehearsal in an empty theater just before lockdown. So I don't know. I don't know, like, if it ever actually performed it, or what, but... Hmm, interesting. Yeah. It'd be fun to see. Right. I would totally... Like. Yeah, it's like, it sounds like they did a whole uh, filming of it, so I wonder if they... If you can maybe buy... The you video said they have or a Patreon? They do. I yeah. So it's maybe available behind the Patreon paywall. Right. Which, you know, put your money towards it. Yeah. Why not? It's a beautiful love story that they've decided to cut out of the Bible, but not even really. Yeah. So if I had just kept reading another sentence. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in 2021, we released a six song teaser EP, Songs from Beloved King, a queer musical, streaming now on all platforms. We are now working to fully arrange the other 17 songs in the show and we'll soon begin seeking out production partners. Oh, nice. So, okay. Uh, thank you to Curious Green Idea for pointing us in that direction. That's yes, awesome. Very much appreciated. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking we could dig into in this episode, the main thing I was planning on. Okay. Uh, have you, do you have any idea what a Hamza hand is? Is I haven't even like a hamza looked. sounds like a pizza with ham. Yeah, I haven't even looked if, into like hamza, is this a how hamza you hand. It? Yeah, a hamza hand. Hamza hand. Or did you stutter? <laughs> Ham, hamza hand. <laughs> Was it? Is it two words that you said? H a m s a. I don't know why you're hamza not answering. Hand. <laughs> hamza. Hamza hand. As in like a hand. A hand. Yeah. Hamza so, hand. So I take it you have not heard of no. this. Okay, no. Okay. There we go. That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> so a ham's a hand, um, and I'll show it to you. It's it's you've seen it before. Sure. Um, it's a hand that has an eye in the middle oh. of the palm. Yeah. And typically, there's like a thumb on either side going out. Often, it's uh, also portrayed upside are you, down. Are you sure it's not just a pinky? You know that symbol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Often it's blue too. Like oh. these. Why do you think that that is two thumbs and one of them is not a pinky? I'm pretty sure it's actually like says it's two thumbs. Oh. So I, anyway, I saw this recently 
And I was like, what the hell is that? Like, I always thought it was like, um, hippie bullshit. Yeah. Like a new age thing, but it's actually, uh, it's not, I feel like necessarily Jewish, oh. but it is part of Judaism. Like, it like to do with the evil eye. It actually does. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah, though? I know what the evil eye is. Okay. See, yeah. that's what I was going to dig into because I never like, like I'd heard of the evil eye. Yeah. But it's really fascinating when you actually look into it. Like it's a true superstition where it's mm-hmm. like it is ingrained itself, it seems, into religions even though it comes from no one religion. Right. right. And in cultures too. So we have some neighbors recently that um, separately went to Turkey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the evil eye is very prevalent in that culture. Right. And I don't think necessarily that Turkey is a huge Jewish or Christian culture. I want to say it's, more Muslim, Muslim, I yeah, yeah, but like it's like the evil eye is everywhere. Like right. something they sell to tourists, but it's also like a really important part of just like their imagery. Yeah, and so it was interesting. I started kind of digging into it, but I, then I was like, you know, maybe we just dig into it together, oh, like where oh. this came from. So, so the hams of hand. This this is the thing that um, got me started on it. Palm shaped amulet popular throughout North Africa and in the Middle East and is commonly used in jewelry and wall hangings, depicting the open right hand, an image recognized and used as the sign of protection. And many times throughout history, the Hamza has been traditionally believed to provide defense against the evil eye. Hamza is an Arabic word. (laughs) What? (laughs) Hamza. No, no, you're doing that too much. I it's K H Hamza. Yeah, is an Arabic. Yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> an Arabic word that means five, which is probably like the fingers. Yeah, it is. If I kept reading, um, <laughs> the Hamza has also been known as the hand of Fatma, the daughter of Muhammad. Mm, mm-hmm. So this is what I got into, and then I was like, the evil eye. And then, of course, I started looking into this, and Religion for Breakfast put out a whole video on it <laughs> because they <laughs> oh, they're the always scooping wavelength. me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, the evil eye is a supernatural belief in a curse brought about by a malevolent, malevolent glare, mm. usually given to a person when given to a person when one is unaware. The evil eye dates back to about five thousand years. In the 6th century BC, it appeared on Chekaladian drinking vessels known as eye cups. Eye cups. Yeah. As a type of protective magic. Yeah. So it's found throughout the Mediterranean, Western Asia, Central Asia, etc. Supernatural force that casts and or reflects a malevolent gaze back upon those who wish harm upon others especially innocence. What it immediately reminded me of uh, when, especially I think when I was watching the religion for breakfast uh, video, he was talking about how back in the day, you know, they back in the day, yeah. Yeah, back when, when this was uh, like, it's still a thing, but they used to believe that the way eyes worked was light would like not light, but something mm-hmm. would come out of your eyes hit the thing you're looking at and then information would come back. Oh, like that. Like was, how bats 
see. Kind of, yeah. Because, like, the way he described it was, it was like, they they thought of it as another sense of feel. Okay. Another sense of touch. Yeah, it was really interesting. So, So by somebody glaring at you, you're pointing that energy in their direction? Kind of. And cursing them? I guess. Yeah, I guess would be the idea. But it reminded me there there's a parable that Jesus talked about. I don't even know if it was really a parable. It was a weird thing he said, and I did not pull up the um, verse for this because again, he didn't do any prep. No, um, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but it was something along the lines of Jesus saying. Uh, what comes out of your eyes will be the same as like what goes in. I think basically the idea of what he was saying was what you look at can have an impact on like who, what kind of a person you are. Okay. But like the way he says it, he's talking about something going out of your eyes and then coming back in and stuff. And I, I remember at the time thinking like, oh, that's how people used to think eyes worked it's just interesting because it kind of sounds like he might have been talking about the evil eye there Mm. and maybe it has a role in christianity even the eye is the lamp of the body if your eyes are good your whole body will be full of light but if your eyes are bad your whole body will be full of darkness is that the one you're talking about i don't know if it's quite that one because the one i was thinking of literally he talks about stuff coming Mm. stuff coming out of your eyes Mm -hmm. That sounds like a medical problem. Yeah. (laughs) The belief in the evil eye dates back to at least ancient Ugarit, which is this area that's north of Israel, but it's like on that corner of the Mediterranean. Okay. It's a very big town, basically. Was that the one that was the crossroads? Yeah. Where like... Yeah. Well, don't you think that makes sense? Where bronze was made. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense then, obviously, that if this is something that like originated there around that time that of course it then it would show up in many cultures because people were like that was a major that was a major crossroads it would spread yeah Yeah, so people were coming through and picking up new ideas and and you know what's happening in other parts of the world and bringing it back to their culture with them and some things just stick right you know some things just make sense to people as a whole. On like a deeper level. Yeah. yeah. And like everyone has eyes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. everyone has eyes, right? Yeah. And everyone's, uh, back then especially, I'm sure, they're not able to know why bad things happen. That's why they created religion. Mm-hmm. So to, yeah. you know, to basically to explain why bad things happen. So of course, like, you know, it's easy to tie those things together and everybody wants a way to ward off curses. Right. Of course. Yeah. Given the city was given was destroyed circa 1180 BC during the late Bronze Age collapse and never rebuilt, the belief dates back to at least this point and likely earlier. Um, in Greek classical antiquity, it is referenced by a bunch of people like Plutarch and. Belief in the evil eye is strongest in West Asia, Latin America. East and West Africa, I mean, you could just say Africa, Central America, South Asia, <laughs> Central Asia. <laughs> so pretty much all it's of the everywhere world. Yeah. <laughs> except the U.S. Um, yeah, and Europe, especially the Mediterranean region. It has also spread to areas including Northern Europe, uh, particularly in Celtic regions and the Americas. 
where it was brought by European colonists, thanks, and West Asian immigrants. Belief in the evil eye is found in the Islamic doctrine based upon the statement of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. The influence of the evil eye is a fact. Authentic practices of warding off the evil eye are also commonly practiced among Muslims rather than directly expressing appreciation of, for example, a child's beauty. It is customary to say Mahasha Allah, that is God has willed it or invoking God's blessing upon the object or person being admired. Okay. Well, okay. So I found a secondary article that isn't so Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you talked about Muhammad warning against the evil eye. And he also mentions that the way to counteract it is to take a bath. Um, take a bath. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, it was, so they believed that the evil eye was the largest threat to anyone who had been praised too much or somebody who had received admiration beyond what they truly deserved. So a praised person would become so swollen with pride that he or she would bring about his or her own doom via the evil eye. You mean like Britney? Fierce? Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> controversial statement you're making. I, I hope you know what I'm you're getting totally, yourself into. <laughs> I mean, she deserves the right to make the decision. <laughs> But let's be honest about what decisions were. I'm never going to go <laughs> to battle with any pop yeah. stars fan base. Right. Yeah. I will not. I will go against Christianity yeah. as a whole. I'm let's, more afraid of the fucking beehive I'm just, <laughs> and the Swifties. Let's just, let's, just be, <laughs> let's just be honest. Like Taylor Swift has done a pretty good job of staying ahead of this. <laughs> Um, they would, okay. So they would bring about their own doom via the evil eye, which was believed to be able to cause physical and mental illness. Yeah. So you might be onto something with burning. Um, in fact, any disease which did not have an immediate obvious cause was thought to be caused by the evil eye. So that sounds so religion-y. I mean, it really does. (laughs) So, and you were talking about like, saying like God has willed it, but what, so basically what you're supposed to do is instead of like praising a child saying like, Oh my gosh, you're so cute. You're supposed to say like, God has willed right. you to be. You're just asking for a blessing yeah, on them. Right. Basically like, right. because then it's not. So uh, God, has, God has willed your good luck as opposed yeah. to like, Oh my gosh, you're the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Right. Because if you're praising them, what that does is that opens them up to be vulnerable to the evil eye. So like in the Ashkenazi Jewish community, if they believe somebody has received excessive praise, they will say Cain and 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 Ein Einhora, Cain and Ein I'm so fucking sorry. Cain Einhora. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. Cain Einhora. Uh, which means no evil eye to protect against the evil eye. Oh, okay. It's interesting because like when I think about it, I think about it as being like related to like Hinduism and then that, that sort of part of the world, but really it's, yeah. yeah. But I've also heard, definitely heard it referred to in media that has like looked at Jewish families and stuff like that. So like movies and TV shows, like they'll drop something like 
you know, she gave him the evil eye or you're cursed by the evil eye or something right. like that. I guess I didn't know that, like... I always thought the evil eye, when people said stuff like that, just meant, like, literally they gave you a bad look. Right. I didn't realize it came with a curse, yeah. you know? Yeah, right. Like, I mean, how many times have I cursed somebody There's by... There's a lot of people in this world yeah. that have been cursed by me, if that's right. all you have to do is yeah. give them a sideways glance. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. I didn't know we all had this weird superpower. It does seem... You know? It does seem... It's a super easy way to say, oh, I don't know why she has schizophrenia, but we don't have this term yet. Somebody looked at her wrong. Somebody cursed them, yeah. giving them the evil eye. That's the only thing we can think of. That's the only reason why this would happen. Right. It's yeah. a curse. And the easiest way to curse somebody is by fucking looking at them sideways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I can't find it now. You know what, though? Hmm. Okay. I'm making a hypothesis here. And I have none, done zero research or reading into it. So it might be something that people already have talked about. Um, but in a lot of those Middle Eastern cultures, women are covered from head oh, to toe, yeah, except the eyes, right? So it'd be it'd be definitely like, what are women gonna do to like curse somebody except to give them like a fucking daggers evil, evil glare? Yeah, I feel like there are some cultures where they do also cover the eyes too. How? Like it's see through fabric with see through fabric. I feel like I've seen that before, but I might be wrong. I would, why would you even go outside at that point then? <laughs> I mean, like you can see through the fabric, you know. Well, that's but like <laughs> fucking poor women. I know. I I can't be tempted to look at this tiny rectangle of your face. I know. So you must cover it in its entirety because I have a hard time controlling my dick. All <laughs> oh, those tear ducts. Like, I get it. Some people have beautiful eyes. Yeah. But, like, have you ever looked at a woman and then, like, she has beautiful eyes. I want to put my dick in them. (laughs) (laughs) That would be how I would give the evil eye. (laughs) There's also, what is it? The eye of Horus? Yeah, so I saw something about that. Which is Egyptian, but I wonder if that is a similar thing. While the Egyptian eye of Horus is a similar symbol of... (laughs) protection what it's just funny when i was like it seems like a similar thing and then you yeah. go to the wikipedia tree and you're like well the eye of horus is, is a similar, similar thing sim- <laughs> symbol of protection and good health and luck the greek evil eye talisman specifically protects against malevolent gazes similarly the eye idols of 8700 to 3500 BC are believed to have been figurines offered to the gods and according to the Mesopotamian Museum of Art are unrelated to the belief in the evil eye. Hmm. So I'm guessing you know, the eye of Horus is unrelated gotcha. but probably came up you know independently in Italy I think specifically a way to ward off the evil eye is with a hand gesture. Nope, not that one. Nope, not nope. that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone and, can guess the hand gestures I was making. And you're right. <laughs> you probably are right. Yeah. If you've been listening to this podcast and you know anything about me, <laughs> you actually pictured, even though you have no idea what I look like, yeah. <laughs> pictured me doing that, whatever I just did. Um. <laughs> So the, uh, yeah, no, the hand gesture is the horned hand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like the rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Hand. Yeah. 
rock and roll horn. Yeah. Apparently that horns. wards wards off. Oh. Actually, it's probably that. Yeah. It's, it's probably wards. with, with, with the, the finger. Yeah. The, the middle two fingers pointed outward. Right. I feel like I've. Is my guess. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I've seen like that hand gesture. All of my knowledge comes from movies, just in case nobody's figured it out yet. Yeah. Like that is where a lot of my. That's what, all you know touch, about Jesus. Cultural touch point. It is. It's fucking true. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, just from the Martin Martin Scorsese movie we yeah, watched. Right. Yeah. 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 And dogma. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. When you do the horns, instead of like curling them up, you make like a, almost like you're making an animal. Right. Out of your hands. But then I've seen people do like where they touch it against somebody's forehead. Oh, really? I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what movie it's from. So this article specifically talks about uh, the way it's it's viewed in a bunch of different countries. So this one talks about Brazil. Uh, they hold a superstition equivalent to the evil eye known as the fat eye, which oh. is what I have. <laughs> <laughs> Compliments which are sincere are not feared to cause the evil eye to attack as in other countries, but insincere compliments are thought to put one's one at stake. Okay. So, so if I say to you, yeah. I think you're hot, that's sincere. <coughs> Clearly I do. Well, thank you. But if I said to you, I think you're skinny. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly an insincere compliment because we both know that that's not true about either of us. Right. I'm buff. I'm quite buff. Yes. He's yeah. super buff. Not skinny. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so that would open you up, I guess, which is interesting because like, why would my insincere compliment to you open you up to an attack from the evil eye? My guess is that it's a not just like when you lie mm -hmm. about something like I, I don't think it would be like telling somebody who was sick in bed like oh you're looking great you know like right. I don't think it would be like that I think it would be like if it was a backhanded compliment is, but why is, would that open you up to the evil eye not the person doing the backhanded compliment do you right. know what I mean like why does that open up the recipient to a curse right and not the person who was saying the thing that was insincere Right, because I think why is the, the idea, person being looked at? Why is the person yeah. being praised getting punished, and not the people doing the praising? Right, you know, in most moral tales that I learned growing up, mm -hmm. it was the person who did the thing that you think that the curse should be the the um, thing that gives gives the moral lesson of don't give insincere compliments. Yeah, yeah, like why if if. If I walk up to a stranger on the street and or I'm talking to a friend and they look not great that day, but I know they've had a rough go at it. So I'm right. like, you look you look good, girl, yeah. girl, you look good. Right. And now, now You're I'm in danger, girl. <laughs> now. Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> also, I might have just opened you up to a curse. Yeah. Also, you don't look that great. So sorry. <laughs> I also curse you. But that's the thing is like it's an intentional thing. It sounds like for like. If you're giving somebody an insincere compliment, what you're trying to do is curse them. You right. know, I guess. So, so what you would probably do, like if somebody was, um, you know, if somebody beat you out for a, a promotion, for yeah. example, okay, um, <laughs> and you you uh, were introduced to the person who got your promotion, yep. and you're like, you really deserve this. 
you know uh, yeah. i think that's how that curse works it's like you know you don't fucking mean that you yeah. know yeah and, now i know what i have to do on monday right? this, <laughs> this gives you a little bit of insight into the <laughs> the kind of week we've been having uh, <laughs> yeah in europe the myth of the evil eye also originated with the idea that envious or malicious looks had the power to bring about bad luck the largest source of the evil eye was believed to be witches. Oh, of course. Yeah, those with eye colors, which were rare, were also seen as powerful possessors of the evil eye look. Rare eye colors? So yes. like David Bowie. Well. David Bowie could probably curse a lot of people I mean, with an evil eye. He wasn't eye. born that way, though. Oh, he wasn't? No, he got stabbed in the eye with a pencil. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But still, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Germans feared those people. Germans feared people with red eyes? Are there people with red eyes? I don't, I don't think. Is not it, anymore. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that got the, burned right out of the Not after line. the Germans got through with them. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, those, um, I wonder if that's like rascals. I wonder if those are like brown, you know, because sometimes brown can be re like a little reddish. Yeah, and I like wonder if it's vibrantly brown. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that's maybe there were people who had like that sort of burnt sienna. Maybe <laughs> color yeah. eyes. Yeah. Um, in Ireland, those with squinty eyes Ooh. were feared to be evil eye sorcerers. <laughs> So if it's especially so if sunny, yeah. Have a, especially sunny, they just have bad eyesight. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're all fair-skinned, so they didn't go out in the sun. So it, Right, <laughs> that's true. In Italy, the unibrow was another sign that one could cast an evil eye. Oh. So, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, it, I think that's kind of a thing for Italians, It is. Too. They're very hairy people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the fear of the evil eye did not carry over to America except in the form of a metaphor. <laughs> Whatever the fuck <laughs> what, that what means. Is, yeah. It didn't carry over into America except as a metaphor. Yeah. So like I'm giving you the evil eye. Yeah. Or she gave him the evil eye. Yeah. It's, it's just, a metaphor. It's just funny. Yeah. Like, like as if it like it stops somewhere in the <laughs> right. Atlantic Ocean. Right. It can't get any further than that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what brought down the Titanic. <laughs> While the superstition is not intense enough to take precaution, the evil eye is seen as impolite and a warning that the source of the evil eye has bad intentions. I can't tell you how many times I have gotten the evil eye from a baby. Oh, yeah. Babies you know? judge the fuck out of you. They really do. And I think, like, they're brought on this earth to curse people. Probably. I mean, yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why we're pro-choice. Um, and then they have a list of what the evil eye is known as in different languages. In Italian, it's mal occhio, which is just Italian for evil eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Spanish, it's the mal ojo or el ojo, which again is Spanish for bad eye or evil eye. Mm. France, Mauvai, Oil, Oil, I don't know French, um, which I think also just means evil eye. So some of these are just the fucking language translations of it. In Germany, it's called the Busserblick. Ah, German, always a romantic language. <laughs> 
Booserblick. Booserblick. And the Romans called it Oculus Malus. The Romans? Yeah. I bet you can guess what that stands for. Oculus Malus, yeah. Yeah. It's what's interesting though is that sounds Greek, first of all. And it also like wouldn't it be if it was Romans, wouldn't it be Italian? You know? Oculus. No, they well, they spoke Latin back then. Oh. Oculus Malus would be Latin. Oh, was this like Roman, but like a thousand BCE? Well, yeah, I'm trying to think they're talking when about the Romans would have spoke Latin. Well, you know the origination of the language. Yeah, but when was that? I uh, I don't know. Totally, Latin is like the source language for everything, though. Sure, I just like I didn't really think it was like Italians spoke it. You know, Romans spoke it. Oh. Like, I, I felt like it predated. Well, where would Latin um, have come from? I don't know. That's. that's <laughs> That's literally what I'm asking, and yet also am not, because that's not really what we're talking about. I feel like, yeah, true. In Judaism, they say that apparently in the Talmudic exegate, which I'm not sure what that is, but uh, when the ten sons of Jacob went down into Egypt to buy provisions, you remember that, like when Mm -hmm. Joseph was already installed in Egypt and all that kind of stuff, he was uh, leading leading Egypt. So Jacob's other sons go down to Egypt to buy provisions. They made themselves inconspicuous by each entering into a separate gate so that they would not be gazed upon by the local Egyptians and thereby trigger a malevolent response. And then in parentheses, the evil eye by onlookers seeing that they were all handsome and of brave and manly dispositions. Some Jews believe that a good eye designates an attitude of goodwill and kindness towards others. Someone who has this attitude in life will rejoice when his fellow man prospers. He will wish everyone well. An evil eye denotes the opposite attitude. A man with an evil eye will not only feel no joy, but will experience actual distress when others prosper and will rejoice when others suffer. There are times where I've been both of these people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. definitely, like, the Germans, again. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Great, great word that they've came up yeah. with for that. And I've definitely. Oh. Oh, for sure. Definitely indulged. For sure. Um, A person of this character represents a great danger to moral purity, according to some Jews. Um, So what happens if you get cursed by the evil eye, Josh? What do you do? What do you do to get rid of it? You take a bath, apparently. Um, Do you have to, like, take a bath in tomato sauce? Like, it's like... Like you got sprayed by a skunk? Yeah. I don't think the prophet Muhammad got into that level of detail. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so there's there you can prevent it, or you can. It, but if you don't, then you, there's also remedies for it. So prevention, wearing the amulets, right, the hamsa hand, also. But the Greeks would carry incense or the cross as protection against the evil eye. Um, new mothers would keep objects as protection on either pillows or on their heads, and these included red, black, or white strings. A nail, gunpowder. So this, some of these might, must be more modern. <clears throat> Bread, salt, garlic for vampires. Really, just anything. <laughs> a ring, indigo blue, or a pair of indigo silver buckles. blue. Yeah, that's what it fucking says. 
<laughs> it really is just like yeah. This is what we have. So from now right. on, this is a way of 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 getting rid of this. Right. Yeah. Each of these objects held a meeting, which made it a good defense against the evil eye. For instance. Gunpowder symbolized an ability to fight back against the evil eye. Well, no fucking <laughs> shit. I mean, a hammer could do that. Too. Right. Um, the indigo held. So I think indigo blue is a. It's what the hands is hand is typically. Yeah. It's yeah. like a type of stone or gem or something, right? Indigo blue. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I mean, I know it's a color, but I think it's an actual thing, too. I, I Yeah, I don't know. Um, indigo be. blue or the indigo held its power in its blue coloring. So maybe indigo is a rock. Yeah. Or something? I don't know. Salt was a symbol of preservation and strength. Like, listen, yeah. these are all things also that have been co- that have come up in other like you use salt. Wicca. Yeah. You use yeah. salt to like protect your doorways. Right. Spirits. From demons. Yeah. yeah spirits sp- can't spirits. evil spirits can't cross the salt line. Right. Right. Uh, garlic, obviously, famously used to ward off vampires. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Silver, you know, fucking werewolves and all kinds of other creatures. Yeah. Um, nail Jesus. <laughs> Words <laughs> off Jesus. <laughs> I just thought of a whole, like, in that instant, a whole new ad came to me <laughs> we're oh, like man we are definitely definitely do you have a problem with jesus is getting into your home <laughs> you need nails by peter <laughs> word of jesus <laughs> you know what jesus really hates nails, nails. just one weakness <laughs> Oh no, my one weakness. <laughs> Nails. <laughs> uh. Um, okay. <laughs> Remedies for the evil eye, Josh. So if you get cursed by the evil eye because we are terrible people who will go to hell if it is real. Um <laughs> Uh, so if you if the preventative steps that you have taken have failed <laughs> <laughs> to ward off the evil eye, if, if the salt, the gunpowder, all of the that, nail, <laughs> you still it still got through and, and hit you. Yeah. In some villages, the fur of a bear would be burned to cure the curse. Ah. In others, a gypsy would massage the forehead <laughs> to get rid of the ill effects of the evil eye. Huh. Um, gypsy specifically. That's what it says, which is, that's not what we call them anymore. Yeah. Um, In many countries, including Greece, Armenia, and Assyria, it was thought that a pinch on the rear (laughs) (laughs) will remedy the curse of the evil eye. Of course. Who came up with that? It was a dude, for sure. Oh, oh, you're cursed by the evil eye? Let me pinch your ass. You should also smile more. (laughs) You just pretended you didn't have a curse. It would probably go away. Yeah. <laughs> in Europe, some Christians have the tradition of creating the sign of the cross with their hands. Oh, yeah. While at the same time pointing the index and the pinky finger towards the source of the evil eye. Oh, this is yeah. the, the horn hand. Yeah. yeah. So you do the cross and then. Ah. 
fling it at him. You fling, you fling, <laughs> fling your your rock and roll hand at yep. him. Okay. Yep. Uh, in Bangladesh, a black dot is drawn on the forehead of children to ward off the evil eye curse. Huh. Pretty women, pretty young women, have a secret dot drawn in coal. Coal is what women like in Indian stuff used to draw on eyeliner. Oh, okay. Um, it's not coal, C-O-A-L. It's coal, K-O-H-L. Not the same thing. Like coals. Like the store coals, yes. Yes, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they burn down a coals. <laughs> and then use the ash yeah. from that to draw a, a dot behind their ears to protect against the evil eye. Mm. To me, when they say stuff like that, that makes it sound like they put the secret dot there because they don't want men to know that they have that they have protection against the evil eye, uh, I guess. Because you know, men are the ones casting the evil eye on the women, probably a lot. I, that well, gotta, no. That's got to go back and forth. Yeah, no, women cast a lot of evil eyes yeah. at other women. Oh, for sure. women are really like at what I'm really learning is just women are fucked. In this yeah, situation. no, we hate men hate us and women hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hates women. Yeah. It's <laughs> so sad. Cats love us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised cats don't play into this at all. Like, considering, like, they, they are the number one purveyors of the evil eye. It seems like yeah, it. They seem like the original source. Yeah. So if you do get cursed with the evil eye, you could burn the fur of a bear. Uh huh. You can. Cross yourself and fling it right. with the horns. Which, see, again, crossing yourself, Greeks having a cross yeah. that, that wards it off, it's part of Christianity, right. too. Right. So people, maybe, maybe more Eastern Orthodox, probably, or something like that. But, right, because Greeks are, they're Orthodox, usually, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, like... Like, this obviously did have a role in Christianity. Oh, was, for sure. Yeah. And it's probably still, like, I mean, how many people who are, like, super hardcore Christian or even just slightly Christian, like, rock the cross as part of their everyday wear? Yeah. Right? They're wearing a crucifix. I mean, they all have crosses made out of nails, which is really fucked up when you think about it. It is a little odd. It's a, <laughs> it's a little, like, gore porny yeah. to have a cross made out of nails. I totally used to have one. Yeah. Oh, really? That was my favorite cross when I was oh, a kid. Oh, that's fucking weird. I know. I remember my dad, who, uh, if you haven't been listening long, um, my dad is Jehovah's Witness. Um, my And they don't, first of all, they don't believe in the cross. They think he died on a stake. I don't know why. But, um, and. Yeah, because I mean, the crucifix is not something that Christians made up. Romans right. were using it. Like they were using crosses. They, yeah. yeah. They were crucifying I think, people. I think their translation of the Bible specifically says he was hung up on a tree. Like is oh. what they like is the term used okay. for it. So they think it was a stake. It doesn't matter. Um, it's bullshit that they even came up with their own <laughs> version of this. It's like fucking why. Right. But um like they oh, they also obviously don't go around wearing stakes right on uh, necklaces and stuff. Yeah. Because if I if I was if I was killed by a gun, would you go around carrying 
like with, with with like a gun necklace or right. something like that. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, I I do not get your logic at all. Right. Like I don't. It does make sense though. He I, is right. It's like the one thing he said that makes sense. Yeah, I, I kind of get it. Like now that I've gotten older, but also like this is a weird conversation to have with. I think a six year old at it? the time. I feel yeah. like I would have had that conversation with Connor. Yeah. I don't know. But I was like, Connor wasn't also rocking the tortured My Little Buddy doll <laughs> as his constant companion yeah. at that age either. Yeah. I really, of all the things that was going on in my life that my dad could have had opinions on, <laughs> the fact that he was fixating on this. You're right. The fact that you had a crucifix. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't even a crucifix. Like there was no Jesus hanging off. Oh, of it was it. just a cross. Yeah. It was just a cross made out, made of, nails. Of, made out of little nails. Like, oh. you know, your standard nails. Yeah. You wore that when you were six? I don't know, somewhere around there. You were just wearing nails around your neck at the age of six? Yeah, I mean, it was a cross, you know. Of nails? Real nails? They, like, if you fell on it, would it have punctured your skin? Could I you mean, have stabbed somebody with it? I mean, you could have. Were they, they were pointy-ended nails? Like they, didn't, they it, like, they blunted the end of the nails. Oh, and, like, gosh, the two on the weird. sides you were, guys, like, yeah. <laughs> I say you guys, but, yeah. like, back then, you were one of them. But they were totally the nails that you... Would Wouldn't knock it, in. Yeah. But then, like, they also had, um, like, wire uh, that to, was holding them together, together. and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 That's a bit weird. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it totally is. Yeah. It really is. Like, I, I mean, don't wearing understand. A, wearing a dead guy hanging on a cross is also super weird. Yeah. Honestly. Morbid. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But they think it also, maybe, you know. Words off Words the evil lie. Right. Yeah. 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 And people just don't realize Dad. that that was one of the purposes. <laughs> well, and as we learned, nails yeah. were, were used. one of the things to yeah. ward off the evil eye, protection against See, the evil eye. The Romans were trying to help Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they just did it not in the best way. Right. I guess. Just should have thought it through. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't the nails that killed him. It was the dehydration and the lack of food. <laughs> and the big stab into the fucking gut. Yeah. <laughs> the blood the, loss. The nails that killed him. <laughs> Poor Jesus. Um, he had a rough go at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know that the hand of God, or the Hamsa, is also known as the hand of God? Oh, really? No, I didn't see that. It's also known as the hand of Miriam. I think I saw something about that, but I didn't really see. Miriam, Miriam. is the sister of Moses. And oh, yeah. What's this fuck? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. that's right. She was yep. a priestess, yep. I, I believe, if I remember yep. right. So yeah. in, in some of in Jewish culture, it's known as the hand of God or the hand of Miriam. Same thing. <laughs> God and Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. It makes you realize, like, this is probably what religion really used to be like. Like, it's already, it's still superstitions. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But there is much more structure to that, those to superstitions, superstitions now. Right. And I feel like back in the day, like, mm -hmm. back before there was, you know, Judaism as we understand it, Christianity, before there was Islam or anything like that. Back then, back it, when, you know, probably when we were talking about in the Old Testament, when, when you know, 
Jewish people were pagans and stuff like that. It was probably a lot more of just all these different superstitions mm, mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm. that like all kind of combined yeah. together into like primordial religions. You sure. Know? Yeah. Um, so at the dawn of uh, people, right? So after um, Neanderthals. 6,000 years ago. After Neanderthals, yeah. Neanderthals, uh, at the dawn of Homo sapiens, people were all hunters and gatherers, right? So nobody had like one fixed place that they lived. There were a lot of shared superstitions mm-hmm. because they people would travel and interact with each other and those things would kind of spread. And then as culture becomes agricultural, right? And people start getting settled yes. into areas. Then those superstitions that were kind of just like a nebulous thing, like we don't want bears to attack us at night, so we're going to surround the camp in garlic, right? Because garlic keeps bears away, becomes like, a, well, we don't want to be cursed by the evil eye. Mm. So we're going to put garlic up in our house because we want to ward off this curse, which eventually moves past like a religion and becomes so sort of farcical in its belief that it's used towards like what people believe to be not real creatures. Right. I mean, it's weird to say because I also don't believe the evil eye is real or God. But like everyone's kind of generally accepted that vampires aren't real (laughs) (laughs) for the most part. I know that's not entirely true, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) But like... You know, it, it kind of it moved from being like probably a, a superstition that kind of came out of a valid assertion. Yeah. Like garlic warded off something. It might not <laughs> have been. Off, warded off something. What did it ward it off? It probably wasn't bears. Vampires. But like it was probably like something, some sort yeah. of animal that they were yeah. worried about. Probably bats or something. Maybe. You know. Yeah. You, and then it moved into like a, this is a we, we still hold on to this belief but we know that it's not this anymore. Right. But it has to be something. It's meaningful. And to the point where it's like, well, we know that garlic keeps away vampires. (laughs) (laughs) It just kind of circles all the way down. And I think, um, hopefully, hopefully that is the true same thing that happens with Christianity. (laughs) Like eventually we get to a point where people are like, yeah, crosses ward off werewolves. Didn't you hear? Yeah. They also ward off vampires, but (laughs) vampires are very easy to ward off. Yeah. They have so many weaknesses. (laughs) Yeah. They hate all things religion. They can't see themselves in the mirror. Daylight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Garlic. (laughs) Silver, I think as well. I don't know. I, I think that's just werewolves. I thought. But I thought when we were watching the documentary about the vampires living in Staten Island, um, (laughs) weren't they held down by silver? Oh, um, you're talking about like there was like something where like a necklace made of silver or something you could drape over them. Yeah, and it would keep them down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking. You're talking about not the documentary about the vampires in Staten Island. You're talking about the um, dramatized story of the vampires in Louisiana. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, you are right. Thank right. you. I knew it was one of those yeah, true in the, life, in the first based episode. on true life. Things. True life about blood. I can't remember <laughs> what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you, you know, lots of, lots of, but t- 
to me, it sounds like everything that they used to ward off the evil eye uh, now just works on vampires. Mm-hmm. Except nails. And that's how religions <laughs> are born, I guess. Anyway, I think we did it. You think we did it? I think we did it. It's going to be a half an hour long episode this week once you know. cut all of your blah, blah, blahs out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Our eight minutes so far. I think we're good. <laughs> How do we come in for a landing on this? What have we learned today? What's what? What do what you? What do you? What, what do you say to ward off the evil eye? What do I say? Yeah, don't we want to help our listeners not get cursed from the evil eye? What's the saying to ward off the evil eye? Wear sunglasses. I think. I think that's that's what you need to learn from this yeah. is wear sunglasses. If there's wear one thing. If, the, <laughs> if there's one thing I can impart on the class of '99. It's this. Wear sunscreen. Always. Always wear Wear sunscreen. (laughs) Always wear sunglasses. (laughs) The rest of my advice is meandering nonsense. I can't remember how he says it. (laughs) I it's it's fascinating that this is a superstition that clamped on to all these religions that came. It's really like really it's that all these religions grew like weeds out of this soil of superstitions yes. and they maintained some of that. Yes. Um, yep. it, it continued to cling onto right. it. But nonetheless, we should maybe just get rid of all of them. Maybe maybe we just get let go of all superstitions and see what happens. Yeah. Because I mean, maybe it's all bullshit. That. Yeah. 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 I'm on, I'm on board for that. Yeah. And they all live miserably after. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking shut off the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. Help us grow the audience by sharing us with your friends or giving us a share on social media. And we love hearing from you. You can reach out on our website at bsfa.cc. Josh makes fun of me all the time for the way I say bagel. Yeah. <laughs> Folks at home are going to be like, is she saying werewolf? <laughs> did I say werewolf? I did. You do. I do. You, whenever you say wolf, it's woof. <laughs> well, I like to think of them as cute little woofy dogs and not <laughs> terrible demon creatures. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>